Coochie gang, coochie gang, coochie gang, coochie gang, coochie gang, coochie gang, coochie gang. Some of you don't know the name, but that's that guy from the Hunger Games. Transformers, the last night. Beauty and the Beast and Spotlight. Writer and director of Big Night. Hello and welcome to another episode of Standing Stanley Tucci. Uh, I'm your Stan, David. And I'm Hannah, your other Stan. And uh, we're talking about, <laughs> I think, a, a definitely another hidden gem. It could happen to you, 1994. I mean, this movie may as well be a an ad for the New York Post. Is basically <laughs> what the film is. It's based on a true story that the New York Post published about a hero cop who gives uh, half of his lottery ticket winnings to a waitress as a tip, and yeah. then falls in love with her, and then mm-hmm. they get married Aww. with some embellishments for Hollywood, of course. of course. Let's dive right into this one because it's so <laughs> fun. I don't know. I love it. What do you think? Oh, I... <laughs> I hated this movie. Like it's just. You know, I think this is totally a movie that, like, my parents might have watched in 1994. Like, they heard about it and they were like, oh, yeah, maybe let's go, like, see that on a date night. Like, and, like, they can't have enjoyed it, you know? Like, you you would go into this movie and it's just, it's it's not good. I don't like All any right. of well, these let's, people. Well, let's just, I think this is one where you can really recap it because it's not a yeah. complicated plot. It's no, so it's by not the complicated. Books. Um, we open on a New York skyline behind drying <laughs> sheets in Queens. Uh, there's traffic and road rage. And there's one yeah. hero cop named Charlie who's, he's just a damn good cop. All right. He's just so freaking nice. <laughs> right. It's not even that he's like super good at his job or anything. He's just the world's nicest. No, he's cop. also that though, because later on he's gonna get into this, you know, tense hostage situation. He's gonna come out with just, you know, just a slight bullet wound in his arm. Yeah. And, and just yeah. the the medal of honor from you know the cops or whatever. Anyway, the, <laughs> the first thing that we learn is that like Isaac Hayes is the narrator. Uh, Isaac yeah. Hayes, the singer, the writer of the Shaft theme song, and <laughs> portrayer of Chef on South Park. So already this movie has grabbed me uh, in a way that, that no other film can because none of them have Isaac Hayes as the narrator. Um, and he will just pop up from time to time to be like, and this really happened. Uh, which <laughs> and is we're like, okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're introduced to our main cast. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got the cop played yeah. by Nick Cage. Nicholas, by the way, Nicholas freaking Cage. Okay, I love Nick Cage. He's my stand for the week. I have no shame ugh, about it. He's ugh. fantastic. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's the son of a Coppola, Just... and he has the ego of of one, and he has the um, art dealing habit of one. He's in constant <laughs> debt. He's uh he's ruined his career like six times now and he's still working. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's worked with some of the greatest directors. Uh he's won an Oscar. He's he's a, Which is insane because his acting in this is awful. He's it's doing just not good. He's doing rom com protagonist. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing, alright? It's not like a good performance, but like it's a he's an actor in a movie. Where you just want to like him, and I like him, all right. 
I like Ugh, Nick Cage I in like, this movie. But I truly, like, I like him, but I feel like I'm being made to like him. Like, he's got a gun to my head and, like, you like me, right? And, like, I I want to, like, well, punch yeah, let's, him. Let's go over you know? some of his character traits, right? So, he's, like, he the plays... kind of guy, he, he's, like, a jokey joke guy at a diner. He'll be, like... Uh, can, can, is the lobster uh, Thermidor good here? And then it'd be like, no, I want meatball. Meatball sandwich. That's what I want. That's what I want. It's a meatball sandwich. Um, and then he's like, I got, I got enough money for the, for the, for the coffees, but I don't have enough for the tip. I don't have enough for the tip, and I can't leave without giving a tip. You know, he, he's such a good guy that he right. can't uh, not give a tip. Can't. Even when uh, he doesn't have any money. You know, and he won't cut in line to, to in buy line. a lotto ticket. He's, he plays ball with the kids in the neighborhood right. His kids. best friend is a 10-year-old Hispanic boy named Heisu. Um <laughs> And he just plays stickball with him all the time. It's his only friend that we ever meet. And Besides his cop partner. Right. Of course, he has a co-worker. That's not the same as a friend, Hannah. His friend I mean, is Heisu. he crashes on his couch when he gets divorced. I'd say that's a that's friend. That's true. That's true. Uh, and that's Bo, played by the great Wendell Pierce. Yeah. I mean, how can you beat this casting? This is fantastic. He was a stan in a previous episode. He was a whomst we also in our episode on The Equalizer back in 2G TV times. He's been in a surprising number of two whole films with Stanley (laughs) Tucci. (laughs) Right. Well, one was an episode of The Equalizer. Okay. But like... yeah. Two, two roles know, that Two whole have... intersections. Right. With and the yet tooch. they've probably never met and probably have never even shared, you know, uh, shared brief hellos or craft services together. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, of course, we also sympathize with Charlie because of his, you know, his horrible wife, played Ugh. by Rosie Perez. She's the worst. She's a gold digger and she She just wants money. Right. She works in a beauty salon and she in Queens and she gossips and she plays and the lottos and she just wants more out of life. Mm-hmm. We love Rosie Perez. I love Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez is great. She's she's, she's also my home sweet also because she's great. Yeah. She does criminalized in this movie like she does <laughs> phenomenal but like just total character right. assassination i do think you know? that she is playing like an impression of her other roles like she's doing right. a rosie perez impression <laughs> that's what it feels like i won't bother you with my rosie perez impression Please which is bad don't. but uh oh. but she's doing a phenomenal rosie perez impression it's probably <laughs> the best i've ever seen and it's she's great like, in this movie as this vindictive, so money-grubbing wife. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's fun. Every time she was on screen, like, didn't enjoy her character, loved her performance. You know? Like, <laughs> would watch her performance for days. Right. I love I love the line. This is, like, one of her first lines, and it's where I fell in love with her character. Is, um, <laughs> she's talking about, you know, her husband who's a cop. And he's like, if he was yeah. on the take, at least I would say he's got initiative. <laughs> like you Some would rather he be a criminal <laughs> because it would mean he would have more money. Um, but yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be annoying to us. She's supposed to be loud. She screams a lot. She nags. Yeah. And uh, once you know the lottery plot is in motion, she's you know going on shopping sprees and uh, and 
meeting up with rich guys to learn about finances. She's obsessed with their finances. How dare mm-hmm. she? Um, yeah, so then, of course, you know, she's like, okay, here are the lotto numbers. It's it's our anniversary. But he picks the wrong date. He picks the 26th instead of the 27th. So, you know, of course, he wins the, the lotto. Hooray. Right. And but, it's like a $64 million jackpot, but a bunch of other people also won the lotto. So, right. um, She's down to $4 know. million, but... But, like, plenty. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's decided just, just a few moments before to give half of the ticket away as a tip to this waitress because he didn't have enough money for two coffees and a tip. So he gave her a choice. He, he or not he or he made her a deal. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, he made her a deal. He I'll come back deal. tomorrow if the ticket wins. We split the winnings. If not, I bring you double the the tip I would have given you. And so either way, you win. And she, you know, she she doesn't believe that he's coming back. She well, doesn't believe she's just... in the fundamental kindness of the human spirit. No, and, and the New had... Yorker specifically, right? Because she's an out of towner. She's a Pittsburgher. She doesn't believe that New Yorkers can be kind, especially not a New York cop. Um, well, you know, and we're our introduction to her is that she's in bankruptcy court. Yeah. She's got like $12,000 in a debt on From her credit her card. From her scumbag, piece of shit, pathological liar ex-husband. Ah, It's Eddie. Eddie Biasi. And you know who plays Eddie Biasi? Because I said Gabagool. Yes, we love the sleazy ex-husband character. He played a similar character in uh, in in the soup. Yes, yes. But it was uh, great. this one is is more Italian, more true to himself, a real New Yorker, and and an actor, yeah. an aspiring actor, we should say, a struggling yeah. actor. Yeah, and a pathological liar, uh, which is not <laughs> Tucci. No, <laughs> we shan't hear such blasphemy against his name. Um, but yeah, so, you know, she, she gets filed for bankrupt, gets rained on on her way in the work, she's late, and, you know, the boss is like, this is coming out of your wages, and she's like, what do you mean? And, you know, just, like, having the worst day. Her life is bad. So she's like, I'm, I'm never gonna see you again. Right. Cop Nick Nick Cage. Cage comes in the next day. Rosie Perez has told him, you cannot give her the half of the thing. But he's like, I still have to come back, even if I'm going to lie to her and say we didn't win. I still have to come back and give her the double tip. Mm-hmm. And because she had kept misplacing her glasses, which of course she never needs to wear for the rest of the movie because glasses are for nerds and not for hot yeah. love interests. Yeah. But <laughs> he gives her a a golden uh, uh, glasses, glasses chain. chain so that she can just, you know, rest her glasses or... and she's like this is the nicest gift anyone's ever given me and he's like i sure hope not and she's like oh, it's close <laughs> it's great dialogue i love it it's yeah. very by the books <laughs> well so then you know he he gives her a, a deal he's yeah. like listen what you choose uh do you want door number one the double tip or door number two, half of what I won from the lottery. Right. And she's and he, like, she's thinking, I don't need anything else. I'm totally happy with with just my gift. So I'll just take half of nothing. Ha ha. Yeah. And then he's like, I was I was hoping that you that you'd take the half the winnings. So since you had bankruptcy, here is two million, $2 million. dollars. 
And at first she's like, shut the fuck up. And then <laughs> she's like, she's like, this isn't real. And he's like, oh, it's real. And she gives everyone ice cream. Right. And she's like, wait, I can't take this. That's crazy. <laughs> and he's like, you've got to take it, baby. And so she <laughs> does. And then, right. you know, they, uh, they all go to the, like, hey, the winner's ceremony. And, uh, right. you know, Nick Cage is being interviewed. And uh, one of the reporters is like, hey, we got a New York cop who gave a waitress a $2 million tip. Not just any reporter. A reporter from the New York Post. The Hell Post. yeah. Thank you, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the whole premise of this movie is based on the fact that it is a rom-com. It is a romantic yes. comedy. But the whole point is that it's based on the story that this cop gave the tip to a waitress, not for anything like sexual or romantic, that it was purely a gesture of good humanity and good faith, Mm -hmm. that he made a promise and that he's keeping it. Mm -hmm. And that people can't understand that. That, that Rosie yeah. Perez doesn't understand that as a, as a motivation. That he mm-hmm. must be trying to get something out of it, but he's not. Uh, and it's it's kind of a, a strange movie because of that. Because they can't show that they have like an instant attraction or like a meet-cute or something. And they have to kind of slowly form a relationship. But it doesn't yeah. work at all. And it's just like they were destined to be together because of fate. So literally, yeah. like they keep running into each other at like outside of a uh, a cruise or you know a clipper ship well the the cruise it was it was it was specifically like a millionaire's cruise for the winners of the lottery because like they meet there but specifically they meet right outside of it and then miss the boat so they have to hang out and then they choose to go around having you know millionaire escapades of 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 good samaritan-ness buying everyone tokens for the subway um, and taking so a bunch 90s of kids to, to yeah. yeah, can you imagine buying everyone swipe cards? I mean, <laughs> uh, now you would just like load it onto your phone and like tap it a bunch. Of you wouldn't times. spend all day just tapping, would you? No, you'd no. have to buy everyone cards. I also love that his solution is like, oh, I buy everyone like tokens instead of like i could just hold the door open i'm a fucking new york cop what are the (laughs) other cops gonna do (laughs) you know (laughs) right but he doesn't want to cost the uh the transportation Um, industry you know he cares about his civic duties and whatnot Yeah, yeah um meanwhile rosie perez redecorating his home throwing out his favorite chair how could she redecorate their home with their new million dollars and she's hired a money manager named patel uh uh i'm sorry mr patel uh i will take my money and spend it all on frivolous goodwill exercises none of this uh careful investing for my future (laughs) bullshit right like half the things she says are like not even that stupid but he's just like you just care about money babe (laughs) and it's like When's the last time when I came home after a long day of work that you jumped into my arms and kissed me? Where's the spark gone, you know? Uh, And the whole, like, movie is, like, yeah, he's got to get divorced. Yeah. So she's got to be a terrible person. Because he clearly has an attraction to this woman before they get divorced. Mm -hmm. But they end up in the newspaper together because they do all of these fun escapades. Mm-hmm. And then Rosie Perez sees that in the newspaper, and then she initiates the divorce. Right. 
So, you know, that's because he's too good. He's, he's too good of a man to, he's the to best ask human for a divorce. Being in he's the hero yeah. cop. I mean, this whole uh, movie also just makes me think of the John Mulaney bit about the New York Post, where it's like, <laughs> yes, in the New York Post, any. <laughs> A, a a hero is any man who does his job. So hero cop arrests criminals. <laughs> or hero, you know, hero cop waitress feeds wins lottery people. <laughs> right. So in this case, yeah, he's a hero cop because he stops a, a robbery and saves a Korean <laughs> grocer yeah. without killing anybody. Um, yeah. He's just the best cop in the world. The he's most so nicest good at cop. it. In Queens or anywhere else. <laughs> and he doesn't want to move out of out to New Jersey like all these other no. cops that no. actually do move out of the city and then commute in to arrest people. Yeah. Not this guy. He's a real New Yorker, all right? He'll arrest people from where he shits and eats, thank all right, but you. But we're beating around the bush because, honestly, I think that the best scenes in this movie come from the one, the, the only, Stanley Tucci. I agree. Let's get I to agree. that, please. So, yeah, so, you know, um, we keep hearing about this deadbeat husband, Eddie, right. who's run out on her. Right. And There's then so many stories wins. about how bad a person he is and how he's right. awful and whatnot. Right. Um, and then we get a, uh, uh, you know, she wins the lottery, it's in the post, yep. and suddenly she gets a phone call. And he's like, honey, how C'est you moi. doing? C'est moi. Perfect. <laughs> Tucci delivery. I I have to believe that he that he improvised that or or just that the person was thinking of Tucci when they wrote they that because it. it's like it's such a him to to introduce himself by saying Simwa, you know, and it's an actor thing as well. It's a pretentious New Yorker thing. It's so him. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, he nails it. And um, he's he's doing a performance here because he's a pathological liar and mm-hmm. he's pretending he doesn't know. That she won the lottery when right. obviously he reads the post because everyone like, reads the post. Right, she's like, uh, "You, you're just calling about my winnings," and he's like, "Oh, honey, what? you won, you something? won something. What? <laughs> you won? <laughs> uh, what did you win?" And then he's just sort of casually taking like two fingers and running them through his hair. It's yeah. a new gesture I've never seen from him. Very casual, and he is shot oh, lovingly. Do- Right in front of the meat dish, the meat packing district, yeah, with yeah, cow yeah. carcasses hanging. You have no idea what his life is outside no. of this this movie, but no, it must he be looks, fascinating. He looks great in the uh, in the jacket and shirt combo they have him in. He Absolutely. looks fantastic, looking handsome as as all hell. And yeah, if you're watching the video podcast, you know it only gets handsomer from here. <laughs> Um, so that's our, our, you know, we have this phone call and she's like, get lost, you're not getting any money. And he's like, oh, I'll be around, babe. And she's like, now. Uh, and sure enough, he you know, she back. has the beautiful millionaire escapades day uh, yeah. with with Nick Cage. Yeah. And then comes home comes and home, while Nick Cage has the, the, door has the divorce. <laughs> right. Nick Cage has the divorce conversation. And uh, she gets to have the, oh shit, my husband's in my house again. Squatting. My husband's yeah. squatting in my house. Um, so he just pops out of the shower where he's just yeah. been. And he is naked and wearing a towel. Um, yeah. And he is acting, my friends. He is 
putting on a show. He's putting on a performance. He comes out and he, like, puts his hands up on the, like, kitchen counter to, like, kind of swing in as if he's, like, swooping in for, like, a kiss or something. Um, Uh And he's just, like, he's treating her her home like his personal playground. Oh, yeah. um, Complete with stealing her most precious possession, her jar of macadamia nuts. (laughs) Wild. So much business with the macadamia nuts. He pops one in. He pulls it out of the way where she tries to grab it. He's he's juggling it. He's he's eating more macadamia nuts. It's all throughout the scene, the macadamias. He, He sits down on the couch and he, like, kicks his leg up when he's standing up. All the time, he's pitching. All right, we're gonna do... Stanley Tucci acting studio. The Stanley <laughs> Tucci players. All I need is twenty thousand uh dollars or something. Something ridiculous like that. Oh no, it was like fifty thousand. Just fifty thousand of seed money and then we'll be good. Uh, <laughs> right. And you know, she's like, No no no, get out. Refuses, <laughs> refuses, and she's like, Fine, if you won't leave, I'm leaving. Uh <laughs> Right. Is it what? Are you going to the plaza? She's like, yeah, I am gonna go to the plaza. I can do that now. And she's like, also, now I know cops. So if you're not out of my apartment by the time I get back... Eviction. There's no eviction moratorium yet, Stanley (laughs) Tucci. Well, it's not even eviction. It's more like, you know, get my deadbeat husband out of my house. Right, but I mean, they're not formally divorced. Maybe his name's still on the lease even. That's true, that's true. Um... But what I do know is Stanley Tucci gets the last laugh in this scene because right as uh, as Yvonne, who we haven't named up until this point, but Yvonne is the name of the waitress, uh, as she leaves the apartment, he grabs her macadamia nuts. He gets those macadamia nuts, and that was what he was really after this whole time because he is a deadbeat husband, and he of needs course. those macadamias to keep his deadbeats uh, going. <laughs> to keep on that beat and uh, yeah yeah and this is basically the last time we really substantively see him in the film he kind of, <laughs> of disappears course. what else what other this. role could he play like well you know but like you know we go through the whole mishigas of like fucking uh like rosie perez and the cage getting divorced but we don't do anything with uh, Fonda and the Tooch, you know, like it's. Just, I guess yeah. it is. It's, it's he's just the deadbeat ex-husband, you yeah. know. He doesn't. He doesn't have as much of a role in her life. Yeah. Um, we find out that uh, Yvonne has bought the restaurant that she used to work at, and now yeah. has established a table just for like one homeless person at a time to eat soup. I guess. I guess. Um, which seems less efficient than like a soup, you know, donating food to a soup kitchen. Yeah. But I mean, whatever, whatever makes people feel happy. I mean, it's it's about little acts of kindness, you know. It's not yes. about it's not about substantially changing the rules of society. No. Because if you change the rules of society, then people can't win the lottery. And right. They can't be the good lottery winners, you know. Exactly. It's a very conservative film, I think, at its core. Oh, it's incredibly. But not in the way that I was expecting it to be, because with all of, like, the contrivances in the plot, mm-hmm. which exist because they existed in real life, these contrivances. Right. Uh, but all of those contrivances 
they make it feel like it's going to be like a very Christian film, that there's going to be like a God. <laughs> I actually thought it was going to be revealed that Isaac Hayes is God. Was God? Oh. Uh, yeah. or, or an angel sort of conspiring to get them together. No, so, it uh, turns out he just works for the New York Post. <laughs> because, and that's the best reveal. I mean, I almost feel like it was a rewrite or something. Like, that the New York Post got involved in the production somehow. Uh-huh. And they were just like, you know, you have this character and he's God, but you know what really brings people together? The New York Post. <laughs> yes! Um, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> I, I absolutely... Uh, adore this film and for, for exactly that reason so you may have noticed there's absolutely no conflict up to this point other than there's a naked guy in my apartment well um, i mean the conflict is that rosie perez is mad that he gave this money right, to the waitress right. he, she asked for a divorce and he's like yeah i guess i guess we probably should get divorced since we don't love each other at all and you're purposefully portrayed as a bad person yeah in the film yeah <laughs> not just like a person with different values, like a bad person. Bad person, yeah. Um, so anyway, during the divorce proceedings, she shows up with a big pair of plastic surgerized breast enhancements. Uh, very shallow. Um, and she didn't need it because she was beautiful already. Rosie, if right. you're listening, you don't need them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then what does Rosie do? Oh, well, you know, Rosie's like... Um, so here's the deal. I I want all of my lottery winnings. I told you to go buy the ticket, so it's technically my winnings. And, and she picked like, the numbers. Right. And so, you know, he's like, eh, fine, whatever. You can you can have my half of the million. She's like, also, I want the half that you gave unfairly and without my permission to this waitress. Which and... also legally does sort of track. If you're claiming, yeah. if he's already admitted, basically, that his lot of winnings are hers because it was her ticket, then her giving, you know, like him giving it away is yeah. just giving away her money. And the right. fact that she had no say in it and actually told him not to, it it, it does sort of track in, in court. And I think this is how it played out in real life. Yeah. Um, you know, and so he's like, you can't do this to Yvonne. Uh, <laughs> like, it's so mean. Like, why are you doing this? And she's like, nah. And um, he grabs her arm. And then yeah. um, later on, he admits to grabbing her arm in court. And then the New York Post releases an, an article titled, New York Cop Beats His Wife. And it's like, how is that a headline? <laughs> That's like the most common thing for a New York cop to cop do. to do, Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so now they've got nothing except each other. Yeah. And she runs away because she's afraid, like, it was just about the money. It was, you know, mm-hmm. the, everyone will think, you know, that we we were conspiring to get this money. Everyone thinks or... I'm a slut. Everyone thinks <laughs> that, you know, or that I'm a gold digger. And everyone thinks that you're, you know, just trying to seduce me with your money. Right. So... And I've ruined your life, I've caused your divorce, and, like, lost you your lottery winnings. And he's like, you've won me you. I love you, baby. Uh, And, of course, you know, then we get uh, a homeless guy come up to the door, and he's like, give me soup. And they're like, okay, sure. We'll leave for Boise, Idaho tomorrow, or wherever the fuck. Yeah, uh, Buffalo. 
<laughs> Buffalo Southwest. Isaac <laughs> Hayes is the homeless guy, and he takes yeah. one last picture and then tells the whole story because he's seen it all. Yeah, yeah. And he was just an undercover as a homeless guy. So that was yeah. actually you being racist that you thought he was homeless, uh, except for he was pretending to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and But the whole point was he was like, these people who are down on their luck had just lost all of their lotto winnings. They decided to spend their last night in New York giving me a homeless man a cup of soup. <laughs> They're the best people, so we should all donate our money to them. And basically yeah. does like a GoFundMe before GoFundMe. Yeah, they do a GoFundMe and they get six hundred thousand dollars, which, which isn't like, you know great. That's pretty it good. It is four million, but it's enough to get married on and get divorced from and buy your restaurant on and buy your restaurant back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. and you know he's still making a living as a cop, and yeah. you know. It's 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 not that hard to live in New York. They'll they'll be fine, and yeah. uh, you know. Then we get our closing narration, and Isaac Hayes reveals what happened to the Tooch after he ate those macadamia nuts. Uh, and it's just one line. It just says, you know, it's like, like he's describing everything. He's like, oh, then yeah. they bought their restaurant back, and uh, and he still works as a cop, and he thinks he's gonna make detective, and then like, he's just like. Eddie could only get work driving a cab. <laughs> like, just nothing That's about, it. like, what his life also, is. But just also, he is driving a cab because he can't get an acting job. Yep. Um, clearly shot on the same day, like, in the exact same outfit uh, <laughs> that he was wearing when he makes the phone call to her the first time. Like, right. clearly just one and yeah, done. Maybe you know? he was a fan favorite in screenings because of his nudeness. His naked nakedosity. He was wearing underwear under the uh, under the towel, which I know because I did freeze frame it when he kicks up the towel and go yeah. went frame by frame to just make sure that there's no uh, uh, no improperness, impropriety to the Tucci performance. <laughs> I I see it as uh, a refusal to commit fully you know? <laughs> to the to the full dong. Yeah. I mean, Tooch, if you're going to be in a towel, underwear right. doesn't belong. And then saying. we also get a a final word on Muriel, the Rosie Perez character, who <laughs> marries this scumbag that she met on the cruise. Uh, yeah. On the, you know, millionaire clipper ship party. Mm-hmm. And guess who it is? Who? It's Seymour Castle, who played Joe in In the Soup. Where he's also a con man. More connections with the soup and Tucci. I don't know what it is. It's these New York actors. They they all wow. get around. I knew he looked familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Thank yeah. you for, for uncovering that. Seymour Castle uh, plays <laughs> this guy. I think he's, his name in the movie is like Grossman. But in my headcanon, it's the same con man. Right. Just sort right. of a couple years before in the soup. Right. And, uh, and that eventually... And also that Tucci is the same person. And that he later <laughs> pretends to be a French person named... Uh, Gregoire, Gregoire, <laughs> and uh, and tries to seduce somebody else to get her money because it's well, the same both, character. Well, they both marry each other for a green card, though. Oh right. Well, that was that was the big mistake was to marry each other for a green card. 
But maybe he's just pretending to be French. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so uh, Muriel, Rosie Perez, marries Seymour uh, C- Castle's character, who then flees the country, stealing all of her money. So mm-hmm. at least she gets retribution in the end for her uh, wicked ways, stealing other people's lottery tickets. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, it's kind I of a sad it. ending for her. I felt, yeah. I felt a little sad. And, uh, you know, they, they continue to be, the, the couple, the final couple, continue yeah. to be very boring. And go <laughs> go get married in a hot air balloon, which is dull. But it's in a hot air balloon with the fucking uh, New York Post headline, like, <laughs> yeah. Lotto couple gets married. Yeah. <laughs> and then... They, like, release all these paper hearts from the bottom of the balloon as they go up into the air over Central Park. And I'm just like, who's the fuck is cleaning that up? I can't with these rich people and their disregard for public property. They're not even rich! They they made $600,000 in one year and then are otherwise a cop and a waitress in a... Well, no, she's now a restaurateur. In a coffee shop. In a coffee shop. But it's it's a New York... Right. I don't think we ever mentioned that uh, Yvonne, the waitress, is played by by Bridget Fonda, niece yes. of Jane Fonda and granddaughter of Henry Fonda. Yeah, um, so she's, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Should we should we Tucci news? Should we Tucci news it up? Boo 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 doo Tucci news. We're not the New York Post, but uh, we can still provide you with a little bit of news of the quiet corner of the world that is Stanley Tucci. Uh, press releases. Um, Hero actor does job. (laughs) (laughs) Hero actor saves movie and also entire (laughs) franchise and also all of Hollywood. So uh, you you may know and it may already be out by the time this gets posted uh, that Stanley Tucci is starring in a new Netflix film. Uh, I believe it's releasing primarily on Netflix. It it, it had a, a limited release last year. Uh, but it is the film Worth, uh, also starring Michael Keaton, who he worked mm. with previously on Spotlight. And uh, much in the way of Spotlight, this is about a an oft-overlooked part of a national tragedy. Um, this is the negotiation of what victims should receive uh, for having lost someone in the 9-11 attacks. Mm-hmm. So it's about the the legal battles and the negotiation and the press, you know, dealing with the press about that interaction. So I thought in honor of the film Worth, maybe we could look at what Stanley Tucci is worth. Does that yeah. sound like something fun? <laughs> let's do it. Let's And if it sucks, we'll cut it. In. <laughs> So this is from wealthypersons.com, which is already a funny name for a website. Yeah. Written by um, Becca Blesnick. Yes. Blesnick? And, and uh, it doesn't matter who wrote it, because it's all just like, I googled how much people are worth. I mean, there's a lot of weird information in here that has nothing to do with, like, how... Right. Like, it's basically just taken off of Wikipedia. Well, I just, I like the way it's written. It's funny to me, so I'm going to read it. When one thinks of a Hollywood veteran, the name Stanley Tucci comes to mind. Not like it's the first name that comes to mind, but it comes to mind. He is an actor, writer, director, producer who has been synonymous with Hollywood excellence. 
I just from love the, the early 1980s. I right. would not say that his early work is Hollywood. Hollywood excellence. excellence. Of course it is. He has been the winner of three Emmy Awards, and he has been nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Spoken World Album for Children. <sighs> Typo. Maybe you know about Stanley Tucci very well, but do you know how old and tall is he, and what is his net worth in 2021? <laughs> I'm sorry that I name-dropped you. Your, your editor really fell through on this one. It's just... Well, it's... They write, like, probably, like, ten of these articles a day for free because there's you have to do one for every single wealthy person, and you have to update them every year. Right. So this is... Maybe you know about Stanley Tucci very well, but do you know how old and tall is he and what is his net worth in 2021? <laughs> one sentence. If you do not know, we have prepared this article about details of Stanley <laughs> Tucci's short biography wiki career, professional life, personal life, today's net worth, age, height, weight, and more facts. Well, wow. if you're ready, let's start. <laughs> in this essay, I will. <laughs> and here we go. I mean, um, I do want to say age, height, and weight. Being born times. on 11 November 1960, Stanley Tucci is 60 years old as of today's date, August 13th, August 2021. It's not August 13th yet. <laughs> Who wrote this article? Who wrote this? That's what Becca, he will what have you... made. Okay. <laughs> uh, his height is 172 centimeters tall, and his weight is 75 kilograms in kilograms and centimeters. Again, right. Becca. Well, maybe where this do you is live? maybe English is not the language, the first language of people publishing on wealthpersons.com. Oh, I don't know that true. for a fact. I also don't really care, because it's just funny to me to make fun of an article like this that is very, you know, mechanical. Um, He was the director of the play by the title of Lend Me a Tenor on Broadway. He wrote a cookbook in 2012, which was titled The Tucci Cookbook. In 2013, he lent his voice in an episode of the animated series American Dad. Great. I'm glad that that specific credit is there. He has been... Wait, okay, so this is a run-on sentence. Stanley has been the recipient of several prestigious awards over the years. He has been active in his career. Or maybe it's the, over years, the years he has been, he's active, been active in his career. As opposed yes. to the years where he was inactive, where he did not win awards. Right. Okay, but, like, they're, they're really just breaking the basic level style guide yeah. of, like, are you going to use numbers or are you going to write out the numbers? Exactly. you got to pick one. Exactly. All right, um, but here's the juicy bit, the net yeah. worth. <laughs> net worth and salary of Stanley Tucci in 2021. Stanley Tucci has appeared in several award-winning films and has been given a lot of wealth. Oh, this has given him a lot of wealth. Okay, great. As of August 2021, he has a net worth of $30, <laughs> which has primarily come That's... from his career. That's $30 million, but it's, it doesn't say that. It says $30. It's $30. His net worth is $30, And I love guys. which has primarily come from his career. The rest, <laughs> who knows? From his mob <laughs> dealings. Be it, be it in comedy or any other role that comes his way, he has been in the entertainment industry since the 1980s, <laughs> and the star is still shining brighter. It's just, like, the use of facts in place of words like in like, place of writing right 
say what you will about him, he's been in the industry since the 1980s. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> almost like as if this is a controversial it. figure. Like, <laughs> I like it, it almost feels like the defensive about him. Which I no. wouldn't be. $30 million is perfectly respectable, I think. It's not right. exorbitant. But for a working actor in Hollywood who gets starring roles in films, yeah. I think it's very... That's fair. You know, it's v- he also lives reasonable. in London. It's very expensive there, you know? Well, I don't... You know, I'm not trying to say, like, he doesn't live a, a blessed life or, or whatever. I'm just saying, like, he's not, like, one of these, <laughs> like, actors who, like, could buy your your family. Right. You to. He's, he's, do, he's doing well for himself. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> But, he could uh, definitely yeah. buy your family's house, but he couldn't yes. own you personally. That's correct. Which other people, <laughs> you know, George Clooney, for example. Um, listen, I, 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 I'm glad that I read this article on WealthyPersons.com, and I'd recommend that you guys check out more of their stuff. I think it's high quality, uh, highly curated work. Made, Thank you again, Becca Blesnick. And I, I'm not blaming Becca. I mean, I'm sure that she was paid nothing. And I, because I've worked for, you know, websites like this where you write like an article for nothing and you're like mm-hmm. in college and you're doing it for like college credit or for yeah. a resume or something. Right. Or just to have something published. And, yeah. you know, who cares? It's fine. Uh, but it's funny. It's funny and I like it. Oh, God. And if you click on the um... about section, it takes you to an ad for earwax sometimes. Incredible. I love that. Um, all right. Well, thank you for joining us for this just like weird romp through the 90s and today. Yeah. Uh, I think, I are like we done with 94 station. yet? Or do we still have more 94? Oh, I think we still let's... have more 94 to get through. Uh, we got one more 1994 film uh, and then we're getting into Somebody love. I'm sure we'll sing that next time as well. But thank yep. you for, for sticking with us. Tweeted us if you'd like to be a guest stan to talk yes. about somebody to love or any yes. future Stanley Tucci film or product. You do not have to have seen it before. You just no. have to be a Tucci stan and to <laughs> want to talk to us about it. But um, if it is a favorite of yours, all the better. All the better. Uh, yes, so we'll talk to you guys later. Some of you don't know the name, but that's that guy from the Hunger Games. Transformers The Last Night. Beauty and the Beast and Spotlight. Writer and director of Big Night. Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang.